Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. Welcome back to the Gospel for Life. It's good to be with you again this morning, and hopefully this is the start of a great day for you. Once again, we are without Josh Bales, so I have with me Phil Moran and Jonathan Van Hoogen in the studio. Hopefully the next time you hear us, we'll all be back together again. But, and how are you guys doing today? Doing great and so glad to be here. Always good fellowship with you guys, and we hope uh, we hope helpful radio for our listeners but but uh we, i would want the listeners to know we're we're having fun here and we, we hope that it engages you it, it is always enjoyable and um we used to do maybe 10 of these when we'd sit down we'd do 10 recordings at a time we've dropped that down to five that doesn't mean we're spending less time here we're actually spending more time talking to each other <laughs> we we might actually get harassed every time for our lack of productivity as far as the amount of time it takes us to do five shows is a little bit embarrassing so yeah. but we're okay with that we're we're fine with that absolutely we have been um dealing with just various questions that people might have um today um we're dealing with a question that that really is dealing with preaching and it, it asks do you think there's an increase of expository preaching in american churches today doesn't matter. I'm going to just back up and just have you guys address, well, what what are we even talking about with regard to expository preaching? What is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, expository preaching uh, simply means uh, text, text-based text preaching, preaching directly from the biblical text. And, and some listeners might say, well, isn't all preaching uh, directly from the, from the text? And, and well, no. Uh, uh, some is more thematic, and um, I'm not even going to get into evaluating good, bad. Um, but but some is more. Uh, Might say it's topical. Yeah, topical preaching would be mm-hmm. a you know you take a topic and and preach about it and kind of kind of bounce around the Bible a little bit, um, or even perhaps uh, in in some some instances uh, it's possible to go to church and not hear the Bible at all. Um, or somebody might read the text and then just say what they wanted to say yes. without referencing the, the biblical yes. account at all. I, I remember somebody saying if the text in the sermon had a communicable disease, nobody would have caught it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's what, I, it's what I like to call uh, the, the false kind of, of preaching, what I like to call springboard preaching, yeah. where the preacher hits that text like a springboard diving board. And then launches, and uh, after hitting the springboard, the rest of it has nothing to do with the text. Expository preaching is to take a text of Scripture and go deep, and to exposit, uh, to draw, draw out, draw from, that out from that text the meaning of the text and and its application for today. Um, you know, as uh, 
expository preaching is the opposite of eisegesis. Eisegesis would mean to read into that text things that aren't there. Expository mm-hmm. preaching is to read out of that text the things that are there, the underlying and the you know and uh, the underlying context and you know the historical grammatical approach to that passage. Mm-hmm. And naturally you I think you're getting the sense that all three of us strongly support expository preaching. That doesn't mean that there might not be a day in which we don't preach about a topic. So right. I don't want to give that impression, but right. mm-hmm. our desire would be that that topic is is being addressed because With, of what is said in the text. In the text. That yeah. the text is driving. So we're not trying to find a text that allows us to to say what we want to say. I have this great illustration. Let me find a text for it. That's not the approach to right. to it. And right. I and you know I think the question is: Is there an increase of this kind of preaching uh, being experienced? And I think that there's kind of a you know that's a both hand that you know the, you do see a you do see a, a great number of people. Uh, young pastors who are realizing that this is the faithful way to handle God's word, and that's come because they've been influenced by um, you know good preaching in in their life. But there's also, I think, like Steve Lawson just started a magazine a couple of years ago, go called Expository Magazine. Yeah. Um, so there are some key people in the church today that are strongly promoting expository preaching. Steve Lawson just happens to be well, one. Well, and you know, I mean, years ago, the influence upon my life was a book by uh, Martin Lloyd Jones called Preachers and Preaching, and that was the same. Th- and that had the same influence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really, I there, I I would struggle. I would struggle mightily if. I wasn't preaching expositorily. I think the one of the biggest challenges for me is when I come to an end of a series, what am I going to preach on next? Because uh, I'm going to be in that text for a while. You know, whether it's you know, I can I can pick a short book like Jonah, and I know I'm going to be in it maybe four or five weeks, or if I'm in First Corinthians, I'm going to be in it for a longer period of time because I'm going to take. What's called you might call it a pericope. It's it's a the complete thought in a particular passage. You know, for instance, you know, might be a paragraph, it might be the verse, it might be you know the whole chapter. But that particular pericope is what I'm going to preach through on that given day. Right. The, the important thing here, and we we in this room in this studio sh- share this conviction that the authority is in the text and not in the preacher. The authority of of the word is not subjective; it's objective, uh, which meaning which means there, there's truth that exists outside of us. And so I'm I'm not in the pulpit to share the opinions of Phil Moran. I'm not in the pulpit to uh, share my training in psychology or or uh, group dynamics. Um, I'm, I'm there to exposit the word. Here's what the word of God says. And here is how I, to the best of my judgment and discernment, see it applying today. But the authority is in the text and not in me. Um, and John Calvin would say that the more we're tethered to the text, the more that the listener is going to hear the voice of, of God instead of the voice of man. Yes. And, mm-hmm. so in that, and that's our goal is, as ministers, that we don't get in the way 
of people hearing God speak through his word. And so expository preaching hopefully helps us speak God's word to God's people and not our words to God's people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the question that we started with, do you think there's an increase of expository preaching in American churches today? And I, I would say that yes and no. <laughs> uh, yes, in the sense that I do, I, I, I do think that more churches are emphasizing more expository preaching, but there's a, there's a parting of the ways going on at the same time. There's a whole trend and movement, even among many uh, evangelical churches, to move toward what's sometimes called felt-need preaching. And maybe that word, maybe that term is old now, but this is, you know, during, you know, 20, 25 years ago, and it, but, it's, but it's really still going on. Um, the idea of what's called felt need preaching, that you have to preach to people's felt need. In other, in other words, the, the, the totally secular person could drive by your church and see the sign and see the sermon topic for this Sunday. And they would see, and they would say, "Well, that's relevant to me." So you would, for felt need preaching, you were supposed to preach about things like three steps to a happy marriage, or three steps to a happy family. Mm-hmm. And the unchurched person, the the the, un, uh, the unbelieving person, even would drive by and see that on the sign and say, "Oh, that's relevant to my life," so I'm going to go and and hear that. And you might get a message that was biblically grounded, or you might get a message that is more in psychology and salted, more grounded in modern psychology and and salted with a few Bible verses here and there to make it sound biblical. But it didn't really grow out of the text and convey God's word. So at the heart of expository preaching, it's the, the the minister wrestling with the text all week long saying, what is God saying Yes, in his word? And we're allowing God's word to tell us what to say. We're not trying to tell God's word what we want to say, what it should say. Exactly. Now I want to just raise one quick thing. Um, I know most of us do sequential work through books of the Bible or um, different Um, areas, maybe the life of David or the life of Moses or whatever it might be. But we kind of work from, so I've been in the book of Acts now, I'm in chapter 16, I think I've been there probably 30 plus weeks. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what series you guys are on, I know you used to be in the Psalms of Ascent, Phil, and you were in yeah, I just finished up the Psalms of Ascent, and I, you know, I'll probably get close to topical preaching in the next few weeks. You know, as we get into Advent, uh, you know, coming around at, at Christmas time, I'll choose text that relate to you know Christ's coming, and so I'll be that that will be part of an Advent series. That's not necessarily topical; it will still be the text. Right. Um, you know. You know. And this uh, is what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Just because you're not working through a book doesn't mean you're not doing expository preaching. Right. Right. Yeah. If if we come to the end of October and uh, you know there's a you know a, we want to give consideration to this special time of the year when Martin Luther nailed his 95 theses and we want to have a Reformation sermon. You know, what is the text? Well, we we might pick a text that relates to Scripture. All Scripture being given by God, you know, because that was one of the 
themes of the Reformation, or maybe it's uh, you know you know one of the themes, sola dea gloria. Whatever we do, whether we eat or drink, do it all to the glory of God. Well, the theme will be that, but the text will be a text that we exposit. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, you know, when you're when you're working through as a pastor, I don't I know you guys have experienced this, but you come to a text and you think, oh, I know what I'm going to say at the beginning of the week. You're saying, I'm going to say this about that text. And as you study that word and as you begin to look at it in context and you realize, oh, wait, you know, I can't even, this thing isn't a wax nose that I can shape any way I want. I yes. have, I actually have to say something opposite of what I was thinking at the beginning of the week. You know, uh, back in 1976, I attended uh, the InterVarsity Christian Fellowship uh, Urbana missions conference and i wasn't old enough to even go to preschool Uh, yes and uh it was just yesterday russ just yesterday anyway i was a college student in 1976 and i attended the university uh urbana conference and uh one of the speakers that week the morning bible teacher for the whole week was john stott uh, who has been a role model for me for many years and he was asked in a seminar, he was asked, how do you prepare a sermon? And he said, well, first I read the text and then I read it again. And I read it again and again and again and again and again and again and again. And of course his whole point was the, the text is the authority. The message grows out of the text. That's expository preaching. That's the preaching of the word of God. That's what feeds God's people. Well, you've been listening to the Gospel for Life. Uh, We're glad to have you here with us today. Hope to see you next time. 